Welcome to Gold with Jeanette Schneider, nuggets of inspiration for a bigger, better, more purposeful life. Each week we share wisdom, insights, and gold from those living their very best lives. After 23 years in finance, I left my executive role to advocate for women and girls in life, love, the boardroom, and the marketplace. Now the CEO of Live Media, I am thrilled to create wellness-based content and technologies to help you level up and become more conscious of your ripple. The Live app launched Christmas Day for Apple iOS. This is purposeful content, big conversations, and a beautiful place for us to share our gold, our dreams, and create community. Gold is a Live Media production brought to you from the sound studio at the Live headquarters. Lisa Chastain believes that all roads begin at our values and our alignment to them. She shares the importance of our priorities, our ability to say no, and how to call yourself out when you have moved out of alignment. Lisa has been coaching, mentoring, and advising millennials for nearly 20 years, from an advisor in higher education to financial advisor, and as a seasoned life coach, she has learned what it takes to make dreams become reality. Her company, Millennial Consulting LLC, inspires women to be the boss of their finances and their lives by mentoring them on how to control their money, live purposely, and love their lives. Her number one best-selling book, Girl, Get Your Shit Together, teaches millennial women how to own their history with money so that they can boss up and own their futures. Lisa has recently been seen on CNBC, NBC News, MSN Money, O, The Oprah Magazine, Fortune, and Entrepreneur Magazine. She is also one of Las Vegas Women Magazine's people to watch in 2018. She is a Las Vegas native, and when she's not speaking, coaching, or working on her business, she's spending quality time with her family. Today, Lisa and I share our own experiences with alignment, mentorship, and our advice to those who are seeking a bigger, badder life. Let's dig in. I am so excited to have with me in studio today, Lisa Chastain. Thanks hey. for always being so supportive of this podcast and this project. Yeah, well, you're awesome. Oh, you're sweet. Listeners are awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk to you about a subject that you and I discussed privately quite a bit, mm-hmm. and we were just talking about alignment yes, and how important it is not only to find alignment, but to stay in and to be aware of, of that. And you've mentioned before in your coaching practice that you talk, you talk about money, right? right? You talk about people's money stories and what it is that they're trying to accomplish and helping right. them understand how to budget. But a lot of times it's reminding them why alignment is so important, and that's kind of the root of, of everything. So I wanted you to talk a little bit about what that means to you. What alignment means to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's important to define it because most ti- most times when, we're, when we feel off in our lives, we're not asking ourselves, am I in alignment? Mm-hmm. But I think that, <clears throat> excuse me, how I teach this to my clients and how it's relevant to me is that you have to, I think, to live a purposeful life, in alignment, it all it all ties to values mm-hmm. and priorities. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what happens in our relationship with time and with people, which all correlates to our finances, is that we're not living according to our own values mm-hmm. and we're not holding boundaries firm for mm-hmm. our values. And we are not even clear about our own priorities. And so if we're not clear about our priorities, we're not connected to our values, we're making decisions out of feeling and emotion. And that's when we feel like we're a hot mess. And that's when we feel like our finances are in disarray because that's like a tangible feedback Mm -hmm. to say, hey, where am I not living purposefully? Yeah. I think it's really interesting what you said about our own priorities. I actually recorded something recently about how important it is to know what your absolute yeses are 
and your holy nose. Yes. And I think sometimes we allow relationships or the desire to help others Mm -hmm. to pull us out of our own priorities if they're not really strictly lined up because we want to help or we think that this would be a good thing to do Mm -hmm. or some of it's eco. Some of it's like it feels good to be on a board or to give a talk or to do all of these things. But then they're also taking away from other aspects of your life. And I know that's like something I'm reviewing Mm -hmm. personally right now. Like how many things am I saying yes to because it's a feel good thing mm-hmm. and it's an, like an, you said an emotional thing as opposed to does this match my list of absolute yeses so talk yeah. to me about prioritization and how to get to that space where you're like this is ex- exactly what i say yes to no problem uh, one, one of the things i've been doing is everything's a no until you convince me otherwise <laughs> <laughs> i love that well i think that that um that that you have to first be clear about what it is that you want to accomplish in your life mm-hmm. and i start with the end in mind with my clients and i always think about that first will this matter when i'm dead mm-hmm. and if it won't then i'm not going to stress over it add energy space to it but then also as business owners some of your listeners are business owners, if we're not clear on what we're trying to accomplish or what exactly we want to accomplish, there's no metrics in place, there are no goals in place, we don't have the right money-making activities attached to that, it's really easy to get pulled in different directions. Uh, I think that it it makes more sense for a business owner because we're used to that. But in our personal life, what's holding us accountable? Mm -hmm. And what goals do we have? And without understanding how to measure those things, money is one of those – money and health, I would say, mm-hmm. our weight, we can we can track that. Right. Our money, we can track that. But we have to find measurable ways to know whether or not we're on or off track. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to do because mm-hmm. when we're dealing with personalities and people and love, which we often do in our personal lives, there aren't metrics to hold on to. Yeah. I noticed for me personally, it's when I'm spending less time with my partner, I'm not spending yes. that connection time, right? right. Where we're, it's more like, who's got the kids? What's for dinner? And those conversations are more abrupt and about like tasks mm-hmm. as opposed to actually connectivity. And with my daughter as well, where mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, baby, I know you're supposed to be with me right now, but I need to go do this thing. Yeah. And those to me are kind of the red flags, like, okay, I'm taking on too much that's not within my controlled parameters, right? It's not yeah. within the things that are pushing my business forward or my um, my desires forward, but are instead kind of those blurry gray areas where sometimes sure. you say yes. You say yes, and then also I think that we're really good at chasing opportunities mm-hmm. or thinking, hey, this could be a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. I could meet this person or this could come my way. And opportunities are about, they're everywhere. So we have to stop chasing opportunities and be clear about what's going to give us and fill us up and also help us live the lives, the ideal lives that we want to live. And that's, that's deep work. Yeah. And I think that's a really, like, that's a really profound thing because a lot of times we tell, especially young people as they're trying to chase their careers, Mm -hmm. like say yes to everything and you never know when opportunity is going to knock and you never know. And it's true, true, right? It's true. But if you're finding that your health is is being deprioritized or your relationships are being de- deprioritized, that is going to be, I think, one of those moments that you have to have a talk with yourself. Sure. That's where we lose ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. I believe that. What do you say to the person who is facing overwhelm? And we all do, right? We mm-hmm. all have those moments where it's like you feel like you're kind of spinning. What's the first thing that you do to, to, to help them get grounded or to help them find their way back to those priorities? In a very simple, easy way, it's to turn everything off. Mm. Turn everything off and take a break. There is nothing in our lives that we can't stop 
temporarily, mm-hmm. even for an hour or two. And when we feel like we're spinning, it feels like there is no end in sight. It's okay to renegotiate. Mm-hmm. It's okay to change an appointment. I've had to learn to do this in my practice. Yeah. My clients actually love it when I do it. I believe because it's their opportunity to support me. Mm. And we spend so much time supporting other people in our lives and yeah. our businesses. But when we ask for that support in return, often it comes from me having to renegotiate my schedule for the day to say, I don't have the bandwidth to be present with you right now. Mm-hmm. So I need to turn it off and dial it back and get home mm-hmm. and cuddle with my husband or spend some quality time with my son, mm-hmm. or get outdoors, even if it's for a few hours. We can't afford that. But when we live busy lifestyles, sometimes our uh, our brains will trick us into thinking that we can't slow down. Yeah, no, it's very, very true. And I think having that, I'm learning that this unabashed vulnerability where mm-hmm. you show your humanity is actually far more appreciated than when you make up excuses or you try to tough it through right. and they can tell that you're not really present or you're not really there. Um, not really prepared, whatever it may be. I think when you actually show that piece of that part of you that's human and say like, hey, I am totally in. I adore you. I want to support you. However, I don't have ever I'm not at 100 percent today. I think that that it gives them permission to also have those types of conversations with other people. It does. And themselves. Yeah. And they go, oh, maybe I maybe this is a blessing. Yeah. It's a perfect practice of surrender. Yeah. I, my executive coach one time told me, he's like, I think it's so much more valuable for an employee to tell a boss who expects this crazy deadline and mm-hmm. these, has these huge expectations to say, I can meet your deadline, but you're going to get about 30%. Right. If you give me till this date at this time, you're going to get 100. Like, you're mm-hmm. going to have my best because I'm going to have time to research. I'm going to have time to think. I'm going to have, I'll get you what you want on your deadline, but you're not getting my all. And I was like, that's really powerful, that is right? Powerful. To be able to say like, "Hey, I hear you, and I can do what you want, but you're not going to get my very best, and mm-hmm. you want my very best because you value me." And I think it's kind of interesting if you pay attention to the corporate culture. We've been bred up to believe like, "Go, go, go! Hustle, yes. hustle, hustle!" There's deadlines; you have to be available at all times. But now all of our, you've got all these metrics. People are burning out. They're yeah. tired. They can't meet their quotas. So if you have someone who looks at a boss and is like, man, I am a human and mm-hmm. I want to support you, but here's the deal. Um, how much more powerful can our conversations be even in the workforce? Absolutely. And it all goes back to priorities, in my opinion, that there are very few red flag, high level, priority one, has to get done mm-hmm. kind of stuff going on in the workplace. So that, that of course, everybody puts their time and attention to make sure a really important deadline is met. Yeah. But those are few and far between, I believe, compared to the rest of the work that we're doing. It's so funny that you say that because I was thinking about that even with my own company and my own projects, right? Because I feel like my hair's on fire. I have no deadline. You know what I mean? It's so <laughs> funny. No the deadline. deadlines are self-imposed. And I've had to realize that a couple of times. I'm like, I'm the one who's structured. Mm-hmm. Like, we create content on these days. It goes to the studio on these days. It goes to the app on these days. And the team is totally flexible, you know, and I can be like, hey, guys, this audio didn't sound that great. So we're going to pull it. But we've got this thing. And our guests just know that they have great content. Right. right. So like they're like they don't even know. So like there's times where I'm just like, why am I so stressed out? Mm -hmm. And I think it's really interesting if we take a step back and even look at our own self-imposed deadlines and our own self-imposed structures. And structure is a great thing to help you live your life. But if it's causing you more anxiety, 
then it's time to reevaluate. It is. And also, I think what I think I'm hearing you say is that you have a value Mm -hmm. of integrity Mm -hmm. and that you honor what you say you're going to do Mm -hmm. when you're when you say you're going to do it. And that can also be something that will trick trip us and trigger us because we say I, I value integrity. And that for me, I also value integrity because I know what it's like to be around people who don't have integrity. Mm-hmm. And it goes it goes both ways. But integrity can also mean, hey, I know I said that I would do this by this time, but I need to renegotiate it. And mm-hmm. you're still honoring your word by doing that. Yeah. It's so powerful too, like to be able to to take a step back and recognize. This is self-imposed, and and yes, absolutely value. And I, I I like reliable people, so I like to be reliable yes. people. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So I think that that's sometimes if we have an understanding of who we are as a human being, mm-hmm. so that rather than thinking that these rules are etched in stone, this is who I am as an individual. However, yes. and and give yourself that. And, and I'm loving the word. I've been playing a lot with the word grace lately. Yep. Because I've even noticed that, especially as I move into. Um, this kind of sea level and working mm-hmm. with entrepreneurs and investors. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's this this grace and this place of integrity is also yeah. important in this space as well. We get to give each other grace, I think. I think that's where, where humanity steps in to say, I realize that there are so many things, most things that are out of our control. Mm-hmm. And in a 15-minute in a window, there's not a whole lot that is, you know, if we're 15 minutes late or 20 minutes late, that doesn't mean that it's okay to be late because mm-hmm. I value people's time. Mm-hmm. But if something happens around me, for example, I got stuck in a Del Taco uh, drive through <laughs> like stuck. I could not move for 20 minutes. And I was running to an appointment, and I had five minutes to grab my burrito, and I got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> and my value system is I'm on time. I like for people to think that I'm timely, yeah. and there was nothing I could do. And I had to give myself grace. I had to breathe. I had to give the person at the drive through grace because there were things going on that were well beyond her control. Right. I mean, it was just chaos. But it's a great example of where we can give ourselves grace and surrender. That's hilarious. I was like, because I was stuck in a, um, a terrible herbs car wash the other day and you get in the line and you can't leave and it took forever and I was supposed to go pick my daughter up from school I mean and I promised her I'd pick her up from the gate and I was like oh my god my promise is invalid I can't get through this car wash (laughs) I'm stuck and then I get to the end and realize I don't have my debit card to give the guy a tip and I'm like and I've already I'm just like oh my god so I'm in terrible herbs Calling American Express, asking them if they'll give me a PIN number so I can take a one-time cash advance so I can go buy a bottle of water to cash out a 20 so I can give the guy a $5 bill and tell him thank you for washing my car and run and get my daughter and apologize to her. And I'm just like, this is all self-imposed. This is all and out of my control in a lot of ways, right? Like I had all these parameters around myself about what's right and what's appropriate. And it was just kind of funny. I just, I left that. I'm like, why did that cause me such immense stress? Right. It was that's funny. It's just a great example, though, just to to brush over talking about alignment, that Mm -hmm. we work really hard for those of us who value that Mm -hmm. to be in alignment, meaning that you, you know, you want to give someone who's a service provider a tip. Yeah. Cool. But also, like, it's not always going to go our way. (laughs) Hello, control freaks. Right. Um, But yeah, that's that's a great that's a great story. Yeah, no, it's really funny that I um, one of the things I also appreciate is that as I move into f- f- more further and more fully into the space of self-development mm-hmm. and create content, I'm also aware of the fact that none of us have all the answers. 
even yeah. the, those of us who are in the space and and want to help others, we still suffer from the same anxieties or frustrations, or we uncover a new wound or a new issue that we yeah. have to resolve. And I think it's so important that you have those moments that you kind of check yourself mm-hmm. and you come back to space. And I think that's one of the greatest things that I've ever um, benefited from in this medium is a practice of self-awareness mm-hmm. and that checking back in with self and kind of being able to say, who is talking right now? Is this my right. ego? Is this my fear? Is this my excitement? Is this a wound from before? And I think if anyone has the ability to do that kind of internal work or, mm-hmm. or check in and even recognize like when the voice in your head doesn't sound like how you want to sound. Yeah. I've done that before where I'm like, oh, I don't like the way I sound right now. Yeah, that's not me. Yeah. That's not me. That's conditioning, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. We've been conditioned, especially Americans, um, we've just conditioned to be a certain way. And a lot of what we're finding with even our own children is we're starting to unwind a lot of that as they're growing up coming through schools. New research is saying you, you don't have to be this way. Mm-hmm. This way actually isn't working at all. It's not working for so many people from depression and anxiety in our society. So Absolutely. Yeah. It's I think it's, yeah, and I think that that's such a valuable it's such a valuable place to be in when you recognize that there are other ways to do things mm-hmm. and there's support everywhere. And mm-hmm. nobody. And this is one of the things that I realized as I got older, especially none of us have all the answers. Yeah. Everyone is making the next best decision that they possibly can based on their life experience or their knowledge base or their intuition mm-hmm. or whatever that looks like. So it's just a matter of making sure that you're kind of holding yourself together and caring for yourself and staying within right. that alignment. Today Gold is brought to you by Live Media and the Live app, now available on the Apple App Store. We believe that a healthy you today leads to a healthier world tomorrow. To that end, we have created accountability features on a platform of curated coaches and thought leaders in a wide variety of areas all to bring each person to their best self as a whole and healthy individual. We do this through time-proven tools that offer personal accountability, measurable growth, a support system, and community. At all times, Live guests have access to an accountability coach or to our network of coaches through email submission. Whether you simply want to goal set with a little support or have a coach provide you a monthly plan, we've got you. Search Live Media Inc. in the Apple App Store or link to us through our Instagram account at loveisviral.media or mine at ms.janetteschneider. Um, what do you say to people who are searching for that space of alignment? I know you said get get quiet, mm-hmm. but do you think that it has to be this big, ugly, spiritual awakening or do you think it's just a matter of being like this is what holds true for me I think it can be as simple as this is what holds true for me I think that the difficulty comes with other people in our lives and you've Mm -hmm. heard me talk about this before is that we can we can uncover truths I always say it's like like peeling a layer of an onion one layer at a time and then there's another truth and then there's another truth and there's another deeper layer or level of ourselves and, and that's awesome to say, this is just my truth today. The problem comes with expectations of others around us because they've learned how to be with us a certain way. And so as we start to peel that layer, those layers back, where we, I believe, need to be responsible is for clearly communicating where we're at. Mm-hmm. And we're not great at that. And that's where the self-awareness comes in is finding language to communicate, even in a simple way, that doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. 
someone can get that. Right. And we have to learn how to communicate so that other people can understand us, which means we have to first understand what it is that we need or what we're going through. Mm-hmm. So it's as simple as saying, I value honesty. I'm going to be honest. I would like to request that you're also honest with me. Mm. And if you're not, there will be some type of consequence or, or conversation around that, right? But we don't ever, for whatever reason, we're just going in autopilot or we're moving so fast, we don't have those intentional conversations. And that's where I think all the pain comes from in relationship. I love that. The the conversation about intentional rela- or mm-hmm. conversations, right? Because I, I do think, especially as like one partner grows and the other one mm-hmm. may be hesitant, um, we have a tendency too often to kind of get on our soapbox of growth right. and be like, well, I've learned yeah. this and I know that. And we don't offer them the grace mm-hmm. that we ask from others, right? And instead of of giving them time and space to adjust and mm-hmm. to understand, um, we kind of become an us or them. And I think that's right. dangerous territory. I remember interviewing uh, Dr. Melanie Ross Mills about this, and she's like, I am never of the mindset that you – and relationships quickly. Yeah, She's like, it could be that you're growing right now and over time this person will follow you, but you don't, you don't get on your little soapbox. And what I've also learned mm-hmm. in, this, in the, the self-development community is that there are usually this huge swing yeah. in one direction, right? And you're like, I've arrived. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you kind of come back to a normal, like, yeah. oh, I have to still live in this world, right? Yes. So I still have to learn how to... to befriend those around me and stay within certain relationships because we're we're it's DNA or it's you know we're choosing each we're other we're choosing each other even if we don't always agree mm. with each other mm-hmm. yeah what a more peaceful world would we live in if we were able to say that generally i choose you for who you are yeah and there's no resistance i'm going this way i'm going to go left you can go right or mm-hmm. whatever you know i'm going to wear black you wear white whatever that is but that we can choose one another and accept one another for where we are. Mm-hmm. And and that's where I think alignment comes into play is alignment doesn't mean that you just fit around people who are like-minded. It doesn't mean that you isolate yourself into a neo-Nazi world. That's not alignment in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's about just choosing from a place of perspective, from a place of ownership, and still choosing into this world, but walking your walk. Yeah. And then, and then more, more powerfully, I think, enrolling others to see it or to live it a certain way because it works, whatever that is for you. Yeah. I remember um, a couple of conversations I've had about relationships specifically in choice. And one was um, they felt strongly that you choose your partner every morning. Mm-hmm. This is the person that I choose every morning. I may not like them today, but I choose them I choose every them. morning. And I had a, um, a psychiatrist... Um, tell me that one of the things that he thought was the most valuable part of human life that will be the biggest um, determination of your success is the person that you decide to marry. Yes. And he was like, people don't think of marriage as being like, this is my determining factor for success. But if you actually look at the interviews of most Fortune 500 um, CEOs and entrepreneurs and billionaires, they'll say, it's because of my wife or because of my husband. I have this amazing relationship mm-hmm. that has helped and spurned and, and, and carried me forward. And he was like, you spend so much time trying to develop your life and who you're going to right. be the person who's 
in your ear and in your bed right should be a big reflection of what you want to achieve and i was like I that's powerful i agree and i think of it this way that the the world is a rocky sea mm-hmm. every day we're out there in this rocky sea and it's there's waves and there's storms and all kinds of stuff but when you get home at night for me I want it. I don't want it to feel that way. So to have a safe place to land mm-hmm. and a safe place to go, that's my husband and I. That we come home at day at the end of the day and we sit down and we go, yeah. That it's restful, and I I think that's huge. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. My partner and I feel very much the same. It's like you're the rock for one another, and everything's crazy around you. Right. Yes. And and crazy in your normal, typical fashion. Right. right? You right. know, you've got kids and you're getting them to this activity. It's and busy. It's busy. Mm-hmm. We have busy lives. And you come back to each other and you're in alignment and you may not be in the exact same place all the time. Right. But the one thing that I do appreciate about my partner is that from the very beginning, the conversation was, I don't want to change you, but I want to be with someone who wants to be better every single day. Yeah. And so there's that kind of growth expectation and even conversations where he's gotten me and he's like, I love you. I need to share with you that today doesn't feel like growth. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to be better than you were yesterday. And this choice makes me nervous for you. And I'm just like, thank you for reflecting that back to me using my own language. Right. (laughs) Remind me. Thanks for holding me accountable. Exactly. And that's another great word. You know, we talk about accountability, and I've been playing in that space now with, you know, the app, with the Live app. Mm-hmm. We're holding people accountable and trying to figure out various ways that we can do it in ways that won't annoy, but sure. offer guidance. And one of the things that I'm becoming more aware of is it's so important who you choose to hold you accountable. Yes. That you shouldn't have this enormous group of people right. who you're listening to everything they say, but a trusted few yeah. who are really... Either they know that the space that you're moving into or they have your best interest at heart mm-hmm. and they can hold you accountable. I think that accountability, um, that one of my mentors in life has said accountability is love. Mm-hmm. And it is when it comes from love. Accountability looks and feels very different for different people. Mm-hmm. And I think that ultimately it's also understanding what does that person need in the form of accountability. So I, I'll ask the question, who do you need me to be for you today right and that can be accountability just as much as you said you were going to do this why isn't it done yeah I don't even I told you so (laughs) I got it (laughs) well and I appreciate that too because I was so many times I I remember when I was going through my divorce having a friend saying that what do you want from me today Mm -hmm. because I'm just blubbering all over the place right right? and I was like I just need you to listen I don't need you to answer and she's like okay because sometimes when people are in pain you don't know what to say and that's probably the best thing you can do is be like what do you need when I was going through IVF I remember people giving me all kinds of unsolicited advice yeah and I feel bad for women who are going through fertility struggles now when I look across Instagram and I see the stuff that they have to deal with because I remember Mm -hmm. and I remember a friend asking me she said specifically I don't know what you are going through Mm -hmm. So I need you to tell me what you want from me. Mm -hmm. And I just said, I just want you to say, I just want you to listen. And all you have to say is, I know this is hard. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't don't tell me my baby's gonna come. I don't don't tell me like it'll happen (laughs) when I'm not trying. I don't don't try to encourage me. Yeah. Just listen to me and tell me that you know that it's hard. And I think that that was like the most valuable conversation I had 
through the course of that entire journey. And I think that's where a peaceful alignment can be also that friends don't have to be completely, totally aligned. It doesn't have to be the um, different movies we've seen, the different girlfriend movies. I can't think of the name, but where it's all these women that are supporting each other and they're like-minded and they're basically BSing one another. They're yesing each other. Yeah. 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 But alignment can be, I don't, I don't see it that way, mm-hmm. but that it, what I see and what, what I feel doesn't matter or pertain to your situation. So let me just be here and hold space for you. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I think that that's so valuable because I think so many times, and that's one of the things as I moved into this project, mm-hmm. I had a lot of people around me that would yes me. And I had to be very aware of the fact that I wasn't getting their best advice. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm like, how is every single idea I have brilliant? It's amazing. It's, I'm like, how is this possible? Wait, what? <laughs> right. You know, and I'm like, I got to the point where I'm like, I need people who are good in their space, mm-hmm. right? Who will say, hey, Jeanette, yeah, it's a great idea, but. Think about this. You need to think about this, and you haven't answered this question, and what have you. And so mm-hmm. it be, also became, and I know you do that. You surround yourself with people who know more than you. I do. And you create opportunity for them to advise you. Absolutely. I ask questions. I I used to be the the kind of person, I was the overachiever, student mm-hmm. body president, accolade, 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 which was, you know, trying to cover up insecurity, insecurity, sure. insecurity. And I just needed to be liked and I needed to feel like I knew the right answer. Both of us coming from finance, mm-hmm. I felt like I had to have the right answer around me all the time. Sure. And as I've transitioned now into the the full-time real deal coaching world, the questions are more powerful than the answers. Mm-hmm. And so I surround myself by from people and experts where I can just go and ask questions all day long and it's back and forth questions. So there's no one that's saying you have to do it this way. Mm-hmm. We're just testing each other and figuring out what the right path looks like for the given situation because no situation is the same. Yeah. No, I appreciate that so much. I think it's so important to make sure that especially as you're building a career or you're whatever you're building, mm-hmm. family, a, a lifestyle, a whatever, um, that you're aware of the things you don't know. Right. Like you accept the fact that you don't know everything and that it doesn't scare you because there have been times where I'm like, I absolutely do not know this piece of the mm-hmm. business. But my old finance background is in my head being mm-hmm. like, I have to know everything. Yeah. And like, even if you didn't know everything in that world, sometimes you walked into a room like you did because yeah. like, e- that's just the ego of There's that. There's a lot of macho. Yeah, mm-hmm. of that industry. Sure. And I finally got on the phone with a friend of mine and I was like, I'm this, you, you're the only person I'm going to tell this to, but this part of the business, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. This is not my specialty, but I know that you do and I, I need your help. Yep. I have the flags thrown and he's like, I'm in. Yep. You know, and you ha- and all of a sudden you start to gain that confidence as that person is reflecting back to you. So that was one yeah. of the things that I think is so important for people to hear. Like, even as you're moving along in life, if you don't have the answer, you don't know something or you don't understand something, there is someone who is willing to help you. Yes. But you have to be willing to be like, don't let that discourage you and throw you off course completely. Right. You have to be willing to be vulnerable. But also, I, I, I believe in the gift of discernment, mm-hmm. is that we have to be very selective with who we allow into that vulnerable space. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think we get hurt. Feelings get hurt. Relationships sour. And that's life. Relationships is life. And that if we're not selective and we're not careful and we let everybody open to it, then we're going to subject ourselves to unnecessary information mm-hmm. or whatever that is that might not help us move to the next level. I So... In regards to discernment, mm-hmm. and I think that that's, I think it's a big word because I think it's something I didn't learn until much later in my career. Ditto. And that was damaging in a lot of ways. But now it's kind of like you, you feel people out. 
Right. And you're a lot more aware of who actually is knowledgeable and who isn't. Yes. What would you say to someone who is young that's going through and, and looking for a mentor? And everyone seems amazing. Great. Right? Great. right. They're great. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> they all know more than me. Mm-hmm. What would you say to that person? I think that, uh, again, Vegas, Las Vegas is the world of opportunity and people are chasing opportunities. So it goes back to that is stop chasing opportunities and don't just look at at a mentor as an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Find space with people, create space with people who create space for you and um, and that that you spend enough time interviewing them, spend Mm -hmm. enough time asking questions of them that the two of you, you feel like you're a good fit for one another. Mm-hmm. And a lot a lot happens a lot in employment opportunities is it's an opportunity and you want to put your best face on but you forget that you're also interviewing them. Mm-hmm. And that that's okay. You get to be selective. And so to let a, a mentor know, "Hey, I'm just I'm just curious and I'm just feeling this out, letting a, a, someone who you need to hire as a business consultant. I just need to fill this out. I need to let's test it even. Mm-hmm. Let's do a testing working run." before we jump all in. That's really, really valuable. So for a young person, I would say take your time for everything, right? Feelings will come and go. And But if you take your time, and, and again, when we're out of alignment, we make really bad decisions for ourselves and our futures because we don't stop to think about what it is that we really want and what's really important to us. Yeah. I didn't make a decision recently that was... Uh, it was one of those that was shiny. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're like, this doesn't actually fit with... Yep. Am I walking away from something? And I had to pull that fear away. Yep. One of the other things that I think is really interesting is as I was coming through up through my career in my 20s, I had a lot of people come to me and offer to be my mentors mm-hmm. that were not people I would want to be like. Mm-hmm. You know, there was sure. one gentleman that was in the office next to me and he'd been doing it for a lot longer than I had, but I'd hear him scream at his wife all the time. Yeah. His staff hated him. And he's like, I'll mentor you. And I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm good. Pass. You know, I'm, I'm going to pass on that mm-hmm. one. And, like, I had that happen a couple times where people would come and they had this, like, hey, I'll be your mentor and yeah. I'm going to teach you everything. And it was – with me, it was more like that sixth sense. Like, you're not the kind of human Intuition. being I want to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to pass even though you know you know more than me. I don't want to learn a part of the business. And, and both of them ended up – some of their dealings were questionable. Yep. You know, and I ended up, there's a lot of people who mentor me that have no idea. Right. Because I, I don't, I haven't sat down and said, will you be my mentor? Sure. But I'm paying attention to the way they address people. I'm paying attention to the way they show them, you know, their their knowledge in meetings mm-hmm. and the way they lead. Um, and because of them, I've adjusted my style and some of the things that I do right. in order to kind of marry that that style but not because it was a specific like ask you know right yeah and for young people I would say pay attention to how other people treat the people around them Mm -hmm. so if you're looking for a role a role model or a mentor or a partner or um, a boss whatever that is spend time watching who they are with other people Mm -hmm. and for my my husband that was the first thing I did for two months he was like I felt like you were interviewing me and I said I was and I was watching who he was with his mom, who he was with his son, who he was with the server, who mm-hmm. he was with people out in the world. Did he have manners? That was the stuff I was looking for because at the end of the day, however they're treating other people will ultimately be who, how they end up treating you. Yeah. Oh, I know that very well. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I, I think it's it's so powerful to look for the, the human and to look for the person as opposed to the step. Mm-hmm. That they where they might take you access access mm-hmm. right if you can look at the person and be like how do I want to model 
um, behavior or or take on certain kind of traits and characteristics within my own life and in right. my own world as opposed to like what can they get me mm-hmm. what I've noticed is when you have a what can I get me mentality you're going to get burned time and time again and you're going to see that the people right. that you look up to are not so shiny when you get too close right yeah right Yes, gotta di- you got to dig and, and wait and watch and see someone's true character. One of the things I learned, too, was I read a lot. And so before I decided to develop the app, the mm-hmm. Love app, I read um, the book um, How to Build a Billion Dollar App. Okay. I also read the book um, Before You Hire a Software Developer, Read This. Okay. And so Sean, my software developer, uh-huh. has no idea or had <laughs> no read idea that at the book. time that I was courting. I'm courting him. I'm trying to convince him to do it. And I'm talking to other people. And he, do- he doesn't know that I've read this book. And so it specifically says, like, work on projects together. Like, it's as if mm-hmm. you're dating. See if you like each other. And I had talked to other um, developers, and I knew he was the one. I could tell pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because eventually, like, when we were ready to start talking and I could talk about API keys and code and native iOS native and this and that, and he's just like, what happened uh-huh. here? And I'm like, oh, I read this book. <laughs> and, you know, I think that was one of the things that was also very valuable to me is to be a seeker. Mm-hmm. So when I'm trying to figure out what it is that I want to do in life, I also um, – will get quiet sometimes, mm-hmm. like that alignment space where I'm getting really quiet and I'm recalibrating and figuring out what is it that I want, but I'm also educating myself. Mm-hmm. So I will go on Amazon and I will put in a subject and I will find every best-selling book around that topic and all recommendations. And I'll buy six books on one subject and I may not read every single one of mm-hmm. them, but I'm going to go through and I'm going to crash course, understand, is this for me or is this not for me? I think that's so great. That's such that's so great for any new step, any mm-hmm. new thing that you think you might want to do for your listeners listening to this, for anything you think you might want to do, make sure that you do the proper inquiry mm-hmm. and you really look at values. Mm-hmm. Does this align with my values? And then two talents. I talk about superpowers. Do my values and my talents align? Mm-hmm. Because no one wants to do something that they aren't built or designed themselves to do. Right. Like if you're not born to be around people, if it's not something that drives you and you're out there doing that all day long, at some point you'll fizzle out. Yeah. You'll you'll hit <laughs> you'll hit a plateau or you'll want to you'll want to quit. Um, but the, I think it's important to, to understand that values typically don't change unless through personal development, personal discovery, you uncover another layer and maybe you prioritize one over the other. Mm -hmm. But your values typically won't change over your lifetime. Those will stay pretty similar. Respect. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, Success might be a value that you have that may not change. But your priorities can always be renegotiated. And I think that's important to understand the difference. You can renegotiate your priorities. It's very hard to have more than just a few priorities at a time. Mm -hmm. And so that's where alignment comes into play is, are these my values? Am I living in alignment in accordance to my values? But also, are my priorities helping me move in the direction that I want to move? I think that's so valuable. And I could see that being like a worksheet. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) Like, here, write these things down. What are your values? Right? And what are... For me, especially when I was looking, when I decided that I was ready to date intentionally, Mm -hmm. I was also not only writing down my values and what I brought to the table, but the values of the person that I would want to bring into my life. And I thought that that was very important that our values were similar and in alignment as well. And then, like you said, priorities are a lot more fluid. It's a lot more based on what you're kind of going through and what you're you're dealing with at the time. And they'll ebb and flow. Um, But I think... One of the things that's so important is if you feel like you're spinning out, if you feel like 
things are hard. I'm exhausted when I wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm I can't sleep at night. My mind is racing. Mm-hmm. I feel whatever. Take a step. Take a break. Take a moment. And even if it's sitting down and writing out, here are my here are my values and mm-hmm. here are my priorities and what's all this gray stuff around it. Right. It's going to help you chop and cut up and cu- and cut out a lot of those things that really don't don't matter. Correct. Correct, and help you get back on back on track, whatever that is. And also, one of uh, one of in my one of my mastermind communities, we had a great speaker, and he basically said, if you feel overwhelmed, you need to be responsible for it and not a victim to it. Mm. You created it, Ooh, whatever like it that. is. Yes. <laughs> well, we don't take responsibility, Mm-mm. right? And this is the other thing that drives me crazy. Is I'm like, I can control every single thing that is a stressor to me. Like we have a tendency to get into that victim yes. blame thing, and it's like my partner did this and my boss did that, and I'm so sad and I'm so tired. Instead yeah. of being like, okay, I'm the I'm the common denominator in this situation, yes. and that's one of the things I realize is I am always the common denominator. Mm-hmm. So every other piece of the puzzle, every single piece of the of the equation can be adjusted, mm-hmm. and that's completely my responsibility. I yes. love that you said that because I think it's so valuable to. Get to a place where you're like, I am the captain of my ship. Yep. And you look down and you're like, and so many people get in this like, I can't. It's so hard. Things are so hard. You could change any part of your life at any point in time. Yes. Any day. And people do it all the time. All the time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's a little, you know, more challenging. But I think sometimes even making the decision, like if you're in a toxic work environment, say, and you all of a sudden realize, I love what I'm doing, but my environment is toxic. Yes. And you make that step to update your resume and see if there's other environments that are better. You're immediately your 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 mindset is going to shift. Right. I'm in control. I'm in control, and I'm valuable. Yes. I don't belong here. Yes. It's just this. It's my choice. Mm-hmm. It's my choice to be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have so much choice, and I, I I think that's one of the things that's so important to me, to make sure that our our audience feels is that choice is available to you at any point in time. Yes. You have so much choice. Um, I want to. I know that I've asked you in the past these questions, but it's been a while. So I'm gonna see if they've changed. Okay. So, younger Lisa, Mm -hmm. how old would she be, and what advice would you give to your younger self? I have a new answer. Okay. So I would give my five-year-old self the advice that it's okay to be yourself, Hmm. and it's it's okay to hang out by yourself. It's okay to be yourself. I got made fun of a lot by siblings even and so that it, it's okay like you're okay just do you yeah yeah not needing their validation no nope. just do that. you if you were leaving this earth and wanted to leave behind some gold nuggets of wisdom and inspiration your legacy what would it be choose love hmm. choose love be kind be kind what's more important than that that people can feel loved and that they're important and that they're seen and get out get outside of yourself because that's a very dark and creepy place <laughs> to be. Just go go love on people and be kind to people. I love that. And I think it's so valuable, like, at, even with kids. Like, mm-hmm. my daughter, we have conversations about friendships and things like that. And how important it is. Like, we had this really great conversation. I'm like, you know, you're very smart and you're a pretty girl. Those were gifts. Mm-hmm. Those came from DNA. They came from God. They, they were gifts. Mm-hmm. What I'm most proud of is that you are kind and funny and thoughtful. And she's like, oh, because those are my choices. She's like, I choose to be kind and I choose to be funny. And I was like, exactly. So that shows me that in your heart, like you want to be, the other stuff is, it was, it was given to you. Yes. And it was just like a really beautiful conversation for an eight-year-old to be like, oh, 
I get it. Like, right. I'm choosing these things. And I think, like you said, choose love, choose kindness, choose compassion. Because at the end of the day, any conversation you have with someone who's leaving this world tells you nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I want to thank you so much for sharing your gold and being part of this. Thanks for having me, of always. Course. Thank you so much for joining today. I love Lisa's reminder to get quiet with yourself. That is where we recalibrate and begin again. You can find her at lisachastain.com or follow her on Instagram at lisa underscore chastain4. As always, please subscribe to this podcast, leave a review, and don't forget to share with your friends. You can find me on Instagram at either ms.janetteschneider or the Live Movement at loveisviral.media or live at loveisviral.com. Get deep in the work with me to uncover your messaging before you pass it on to your children or the people you influence. Order my book, Lore, Harnessing Your Past to Create Your Future, available on Amazon or barnesandnoble.com. Until next time, in the words of my grandma, love each other every day.